grab your bowls and spoons, kiddos. It is now time for the Peter Butter and Syrup Podcast with your host, Corey and Dahoo! Well, I'll kick this thing off and get one more recorded. And yeah. Got a Rochambeau for it. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> Deja vu. <laughs> well, Corey wins. Rock we versus. Just, we I figured it. I was, I was like, I'd already planned this out. I was like, I'm doing scissors and scissors because I got a feeling he's going to do scissors. He might do rock, but I got a. I, I'm we thinking just, he's going to think I'm going to do rock and he's going to do paper. We just did the opposite of what we did before. Yeah. <laughs> That's fine. Well, welcome to the Peanut Butter and Syrup Podcast. I am Corey with my lovely cousin, Darut, and Brian over there with the button on the... the There's uh, no buttons on this. It's all sliders and knobs. There's a couple knobs. buttons on there. You had an intro that you wanted to share, and I'm going to let you share it. Because this is the end of the year, and we're going to uh, just take it out. You said you had one that you uh, yeah. wanted to use last episode. I figured... We'll I, give it to I, you. I, I'm, I'm going I'm to hand it over to you and let you... Welcome to the Peanut Butter and Syrup Podcast, where we have the official car of the wasteland. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't want to give too much of that up for the last episode. I was hoping to save it for this week's episode and talk more about, because we had discussed doing a a year-end cap. Yeah, just talking about. And I was like, the last last month's kind of been kind of cool with some things that have evolved. Yeah, I think the last few months on both our ends have been well. Ian Brian has been yeah. No, we've all. I mean, we've all, all been working been in a really cool shit. direction. So it's no, it's like weird it. looking thinking about January or where we're in December of what's happened since then because I know I'm not where I would thought I would be, and I know you got stuff that you didn't. I'm still be. in the same chair. I'm still. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I still live at the same place. Uh, yeah, I still same apartment. <laughs> I'm still doing. All, I mean, my projects have different. Addresses, but I am. still wearing the same underwear. I cleaned my underwear <laughs> multiple times since January. So uh, who, we would get some brand new year, brand new like twenty year old underwear that I've never worn. <laughs> <laughs> it's just in the drawer, just in case it's like never been in touched. case I decide to get skinny back down to a thirty two waist and start wearing underwear for <laughs> some <damn>. reason. <laughs> yeah. So who wants to uh, start us off with a? Well, you want the Rochambeau? Yeah, you should go first. Well, let's see what my end of my year will say. Talk about the whole year. The something whole pick year. something. Well, let's see, you know, I I think I talked about us selling the condo. I, I had to be out by the end of August. I moved in with a buddy of mine for a few months and got a studio for my music studio. That didn't kind of, the romance of all that didn't work out like I wanted. It um, looked better on paper. Yeah, uh, the studio was. Hard. Let me tell you, that studio looked nice because I helped paint it. Yeah, the studio looked great. <laughs> And it, and, and it, now I don't regret not making it to the painting party. Well, we the, were covered in paint. Well, the problem was is that it's, it's four bands to rehearse. So it was very loud everywhere. And I'm trying to write, and it makes it hard when you got the drummer next door banging away. And it's not his fault. It's just that's the nature of the place. And it's like this didn't work in my mind like I thought it would. And it got to be a, more of a burden and well, and then the fact that you felt spread apart yes. with everything all over the place, I and not having your creative stuff yes. to tinker with at night when you were didn't really have anything going on. Well, my in my mindset is like, okay, I'm going somewhere. I'm going there to work. It's going to be like a job. 
And to me, that doesn't work in the creative atmosphere. It'd be like, I liked having everything in my fingertips. I like to be able to. Well, the Go same reason that I have two computers in my office and a laptop on my yeah. couch. Well, even like you have your shop out back. Because I I want to be doing something pretty much at all times. Yeah. It's rare that I'm not working on something. It was weird, like it you know, like I you know, staying with my buddy for a while, which is fine. And we got along great. It was just weird because You had never lived with anyone. I didn't live with anyone. Well, it, and it's not like, since college. No. And then the weird thing about it was like uh, we're sitting there like watching TV and I'm like, I don't just watch TV. I'm used to like doing other stuff. And it was like, I've always felt antsy. I, 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 get, I get weird if we're watching TV and I don't have my laptop going, yeah. researching stuff for the car or researching stuff for work or researching stuff for comedy or working on something right. like I just, and that's when I've realized I can't retire. Yeah. Well, and <laughs> I, I've gonna... thought about that too. Is like, I, you know, I'm just not built for retirement. I'm just going to keep working, doing something. I'm going to fidget myself to death. Yeah. Yeah. That's well, that's what it's, it's funny. <laughs> yes. And I said it that way on purpose. It, it's funny when people talk about like, oh, if I win the lottery, I don't know what I do. I probably just sit around and be bored. I'm like, I wouldn't. I just have more time to do the other things. I don't have time to do now. But in the process, it made me kind of realize I needed my own space. As much as I hated moving out of the city, I'm still close enough to the city, but. Found me a nice. You're in a good spot. Yeah, I found a good three bedroom house with a basement. I got plenty of room to set up so I can start my YouTube channel, doing my music stuff, um, and the, you know, hopefully in the next couple months. Um, you need to send a little bit of your internet speed to us. Yeah, man, I need it. Yeah. I bet I still got a video uploading upstairs. <laughs> um, you know, so it's weird. I, mean, I do realize I needed my own space. I liked having my stuff in my. My control issues. You have control issues, too. Oh, my God. And it, when I get to my little recap and I talk about the trip to New York, holy fuck. That's, you know, and that's weird. Like, you think about it. I've, it's funny. I had um, some girl, she's a dominatrix, email me on um, Facebook. Hey, are you a sub by chance? And I was like, I was like, no, my control issues won't let me be a sub. Yeah. I said, we can be friends, but there, there's. We can there's, hang out, but there ain't yeah. no way you're going to fucking. Know, I'm yeah. friends with subs like Samantha and stuff. And we all get along great, but it's like, nope, nope. I'm I'm too much of a nope. Not going to. Like I'm too I'm, organized. I feel like I'm. I don't want to say I'm too organized because I mean I, I know I any, am. You know what's funny is is anybody that sees my shit like my office right now is a disaster. My shop's pretty messy. But if you ask where something is, I'll find. I know where it is. And it and even I sometimes because like when I bought that new HD camera, yeah, and I started trying to find all the pieces from our old camera that would work. With it only new took camera, you a minute. I like twenty minutes later, I had the whole package together, and I'm like, and I looked at Beth, and I was like, I don't even know how the fuck this has happened. <laughs> I found the charging cord that was over with my gaming stuff, and then the tripod was in the box, but the base to the tripod was in another box in my office, and I'm like, how the fuck did I know? Like I'm. I feel like the most disorganized person ever. But yeah. Well, that's having all my stuff everywhere made me feel that way. It's like I got stuff in storage. I got stuff in the studio. I got stuff at my buddy's house, some stuff at mom and dad's. And I'm like, oh, I need something. Crap. I got to go dig through all these boxes to get it. It's like, well, you now. Better it's 20 miles away. Yeah. And I'm like, right now, everything's in one place. And some stuff's still boxed up. Some stuff's not. But it's like, at least it's all in one place. I'm like, I can. Well, I keep waiting for you to be like, we're going to set the podcast up in my basement. You can. You know? Oh, I don't care. I just figured that you're going to be like, I'm tired of driving. Well, that's not it. I mean, I, 
I would probably I would probably use it instead of me and Brad have been kind of toying around with another podcast idea. I would probably didn't use the setup no, for another we can, one. We can migrate. But that's that's neither here nor there. But the whole thing, like looking at the year, like even in the years, like I stopped doing a keto uh, because I hurt my shoulder and some other, you know, it, it wasn't. You weren't feeling it. Yes, I. I, I one of my senseis that told if it's not fun, you don't need to do it. And I was not between being hurt all the time and a lot of confusion. I was I had to um, just well, step back. You, you know. had a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, I know. Don't get me wrong. I learned a lot from it, and part of me dealt with like, am I? I learned not to bullshit them, but I also kind of learned I can't bullshit myself. You know, out of the whole well, being situation. honest with yourself is. Most people are rarely honest with themselves. Yeah. And there is And I miss it. I drive by the dojo all the time and I'm like, man, I should be of course I drive by the gym that I'm still paying a membership to that I hadn't gone to in a minute. Yeah. Beth and I were talking about we gotta get going back to the gym. But if I didn't have to work, yeah, I'd go to morning a keto class. Yeah. I'd be knocked out and then I'd have the rest of the day to screw around and work on car stuff and work on comedy stuff and shit like that. It would definitely be a part of my life if I didn't have yeah. to have a job. But unfortunately, I'm spread thin. So and yeah. you were in the same boat. Yeah. That's all it really boiled down to is you were intrigued by it, but at the same time, there were other things to do, and you were just like, eh, it, it, it's not it the wasn't priority a yes. that I thought yes. it was going to be. And that's the thing. A lot of things you have to think about, too, is like, what is priority as much as you're the same way, you know? I have a lot of hobbies and interests. Okay, Jeez. what is priority? So what what's most important? And like one thing I learned is like I need my own place. That became priority really quick. And I found a good, great place. I think I found a good I like it. It deal. was a really I was surprised when I did the walkthrough with you that day. That oh, the, it's a cool bachelor pad. It yeah. really is. Yeah, it's not a like family raising thing, but yeah. you know. But it's a it's a great place for me. Maybe Dude, I guarantee you there have been plenty of families raised. In oh that yeah, house. well that was a normal that was a normal house to raise a family. And honestly, in my opinion, there was no need to get away for other than it should have two full baths. Mm -hmm. That was my weird thing was it only has the Jack and Jill. Yeah. Well, but it's like, but it's not a bad thing. It's just strange. That, the house since it's got such a big empty basement that you could convert into bedrooms, you could make. More bathrooms and no, but I'm just saying, like, whatever the point I was going to make is, if it was a three-two instead of a three-one and a half, uh -huh. that's all anybody needs. Yeah, mm -hmm. it blows my mind how big and stupid and expensive houses get, and it's just a house. Yeah, doesn't make you a more interesting person. It's Fuck. just a fucking house. I know you were hoping that this master's degree <laughs> was going to change your life, and you were going to buy the big stupid house. I got a tiny, stupid apartment. but <laughs> Which is, honestly... It's all I need. And when shit doesn't work, you're like, hey, I need my shit fixed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, if I if I have a problem, I just put in a work there order. There are no surprises. Yeah. Oh, that broke. Cool, I'll send an email. Shit, I don't even have to change the filters on my HVAC. I just say, hey, I think my filter needs changed. And they're just like, on it. Within 12 I hours, I think my it's bong changed. needs its water changed. Can y'all do that, too? Yeah. I'm sure they would. <laughs> uh, somebody come scrub my balls. <laughs> <laughs> trying to think of what else. It has to be during business hours. I, I, I joke all the time. I was like, smart people rent. Yeah. No, I love it. I have absolutely nothing to fear. And I, and I honestly feel like our culture is going more toward the rental 
mentality people want to rent they don't want to own because of the responsibility and then millennials killed the home ownership then we killed well, napkins and books Because somebody's got to own houses to rent to them. Yeah. Oh, ding, ding, All ding. it did is create oh, a new. It just it f- <laughs> it fulfilled a, it stimulated a part of the economy. Because by paying you rent, I'm stimulating the economy because you're going to use that money to buy dumb shit that boomers buy and whatever. What it, <laughs> I well, I talk, my dad's a boomer. <laughs> I'm a Gen Xer. And whatever, I have a knife. Whatever <laughs> dumb shit Gen Xers spend money on. Oh. Everything because we can do it all. Yeah. <laughs> we have gaming systems and computers and cars. You and know, we are we are the most multifaceted generation alive. I was just I was thinking that made me think about um you're is, you're in a situation where now your kids grown, so it's just you and Beth can make you basically well, do I just made a want. tuition payment today, so I won't say grown. Too. But yeah, but you know, <laughs> she's not. You know, she's grown. Quit making fucking tuition payments. I'll be like, oh, you uh, grown now? Yeah, but you know, grown. if you guys go, want to go off for the weekend without oh, her, it's not problem. Well, we've been able to do that for yeah. four or five years now. And when I was when I went to my house thing, it's like I saw some of my coworkers. They have their wife helping out with the stuff, and I was like, man, it'd be great. I had somebody else to do some phone calls and all this other crap. I mean, and then at the end of the day, I was like. Well, I got I found a house I liked and was able to buy it. I had it closed within a month. You didn't have to reconcile what you liked against what somebody no, else liked. I, I made all the decisions right in there. Yes, I like that. No, I don't like that. Can we fix that? I'm okay with that. I can do with this. Let's just, well, I have to it. say, I've been through, I mean, as a contractor, I've been through a lot of our own property stuff, and I've been through a lot with clients that are buying properties, and yours is very smooth. Oh, I I, I put I the mean, bid in on the October twentieth, and I closed on November twentieth. And then you, in the things that you asked for, they seem to be very. He easy did. To I get was along. shocked. Some of them, how quickly they got them, like building you that fence in the backyard and yeah, stuff. I, I actually asked for a fence, and he put it in. I, I paid for it in the closing, but <laughs> it, it, I I feel like I lucked up in a good situation. Oh, oh yeah. I feel yeah. and I feel like you even if shit hits the fan and we have another recession, which we will cuz that's the natural yeah. order of things. Well, we we will have another recession is that um that you're not going to be way upside down on that property. You didn't yeah. overpay. I'm not in some weird community. Like I was looking walk, driving by communities the other day cuz I'm just in an old neighborhood with no HOA. It's just it's a, it's a neighborhood that kids in the 50s would trick or treat in. That's yeah, well, and it's a good, clean neighborhood. Yeah. There's not a lot of shit cars piled up and junky houses. Mm, people. I don't know. His one neighbor's house is butt fucking ugly. But the, the one, one that's got, it's building, like, uh, the, they have the road, they have, they uh, extended the house and then, but the facade is half of a turret. <laughs> oh, that's. And it's yeah. just, man, it's so fucking ugly. Yeah, but other than that, your neighbor's nice. I'm talking like. You don't have junky neighbors. Ten cars in the oh, yeah. yard on yeah. jack stands and oh, yeah. they don't cut their grass and there's just, you know, old bathtubs and shit like. I'm talking. Yeah, no. Yeah. You're, <clears throat> shut up. Wait, I was like driving past. <laughs> I was looking at some new, new neighborhoods and like, every one of the yards is open. Every house is all gray. They're like, Two story. It's so boring. They're, they're, every house looked the same, and I'm like, and I kept seeing these over and over. It's like, there's no way I can. So there's a danger of that because I would come home and go to the wrong house. There's one on Memorial <laughs> Drive near uh, Candler Street, I think it is. It's over in Decatur on the way to Lost Druid when we're doing the comedy show, and they're built. These are new houses. Yeah. There's like 15 of them along Memorial Drive, and they're two stories, 
and they they all have the same facade except for some have a front porch and some have just this little two foot awning that hangs off the front of the house. They're all white with white trim, same fucking facade, like old mill houses, and yeah. they're like five hundred thousand dollars. Jeez, and I'm like, who the fuck? Talk about the ultimate stupid test. But anyway, so you bought a house. Bought a house. Let's see what else going on this year. Well, it started out the year was trying to get back and doing our teach me something, uh, which kind of evolved into us getting to doing the comedy videos, which that kind of evolved into where we are today. Uh, which I've kind of realized I think still in my basement. Yeah. <laughs> like I and like I said, I, I want to get my YouTube music channel going. I have an idea for it. Turned I still in, want to make the horror movie before Dad dies and. We don't have the access to that property. Yeah, I was think been thinking more and more about that because it's maybe now that I have a place to look into, you know, like sitting down and trying to figure out something. Even we're doing some short film stuff. I kind of miss doing some of it, but part of it's kind of like doing the other film, and it's like, oh, great. Now I got to figure out how to organize multitudes of people at one time. But at the same time, it's like, when we got done with doing the other films, it was like nice something to show off. So, yeah, that's you know, maybe, maybe now that life has got a little more structure, that's the thing I was missing. I now realized even when I was living, so here, here was a weird thing about living in a place with no rent for a year, as great as it sounds on paper, the, after a year, it starts fucking with your head a little bit. The mentality behind it screws with your drive and a lot of other things. And I found that when I paid our house off. <clears throat> I was, it, it seemed like this milestone to get your house paid off. And then I reached it, and then I was still paying for the other house while yeah. we were dealing with, you know, mom's probate and all that bullshit. But the the idea that I'm living in a paid-for house, and there was something so weird about it that it just didn't feel right. And then once I borrowed money against it to pay off some stuff and other, I was like, oh, okay, everything's right with the world again. <laughs> like, there's a weird like being in debt for some there's reason. There's a weird comfort to that. There were well, and I tell Oops, people there's a normalcy well, to it. There, there's also the thing like because I wasn't paying stuff for a year. And it's like now I got to get back in the cycle of remembering to make sure I make my payments every month. I have to. I have to do auto pay or I, I'm fucked. Because I, I, I do my house payment two payments at a time. When I do it, mm -hmm. let let's say I January is my next payment because I did November December at the same time. Mm -hmm. Probably this week I'll pay my January payment, but I'll pay January February at the same time. Yeah. And it helps because you're paying one like a month and a half ahead of time, yeah. so it helps with interest and chilling. Like that may that. be something I need to look and then. Um, well, you need to look at the bi-weekly plan depending on your mortgage company because if you do bi-weekly, the way it's daily accruing interest, mm -hmm. you actually, it's like making one extra payment a year, and I think it converts a 30-year loan to like 18 years. Hmm. Okay. But you need to look at that. Uh, I keep saying I'm going to do that with ours, but you have to call. You have to do it over the phone. You can't do it online. I'm yeah. like, man, I don't want to talk to someone. Can't do it in person. Well, that was, that was the thing too. Is like, I don't like they talking don't on the phone. Office in Atlanta. This is new res. Is my goddamn fuck. I've done so many phone calls in the past month. It's like I don't like talking to people on the phone. And it's like a. I've like, reached a point in life where if I'm there's a good song on the radio and I need to make a work phone call while I'm going down the road, I'll just listen to the radio. <laughs> <laughs> and then the bad part is I was like, okay, I'll hit them up next song. Oh, not this song. I can't call them now. Fuck them. And next thing I know is like three hours later and I still haven't called them. But yeah, there's, there's a weird, I don't know. I, I've learned a little bit about myself 
and the fact of things that I thought would work for me didn't work for me. And I think if I was 20, it'd be a different story. But at 46, you know, going to, you know, living with somebody else, I think it'd be different if it was like a girl I was into and we're going to move in together. But, you know. No, it wouldn't have. But, you know, it's like a, I, I don't think I can do the roommate. The same issues that you had with living with your buddy yeah, would have been the same living with the chick. Because then I think what it would have just made you think is I'm really not that into her. You well, know what I mean? Like not enough to put up with this kind of shit. I just well, I think doing this helps you realize if somebody that you can't put up with. Through, uh, I can't put up with anybody. Yeah. But, Hell, but there's days Beth and I don't even want to be in the same house. <laughs> and we like, truly love each other. Yeah. I mean, I say that. I mean, I really like, I mean. Yeah. Well, you guys like, have an upstairs and a downstairs, so. Motherfucker, I'm sleeping in my bed. That's the thing that we always talk about. We used to joke when Sydney was a kid. The, our bed before this, we loved as much as we loved this bed. And but this one, I mean, you bought one, you know, that's how much is comfortable. Yeah. The bed we had before this, we used to joke when Sydney was little. It's like, if we got a divorce, nobody gives a fuck about that kid. We're going to fight over the bed. <laughs> like, you can have that fucking kid. I'm getting that bed. <laughs> like, like to the point where, you know, the thing where married couples, like, like, well, one will sleep on the couch. That was never a thing. I don't give a fuck how mad I would be. I'm sleeping in my goddamn bed. That's big enough you can sleep on your side. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, that was never. I mean, we make jokes about it because she'll be like, we call it the nest, you know? She's like, and I'll lay down on the bed because it is. That bed is so comfortable, man. And we've had ours for a couple of years. And every, and I was. Yeah, it was surprising. Like, as, as firm as that mattress is, it's like, it, it, but it, it fits. But it just forms to you yeah. and it's so perfect. And I'll lay down, and I'm like, oh. And Beth's like, yeah, the nest is nice, isn't it? And I was like, yeah, my nest is nice as fuck. You're lucky I'll let you stay in <laughs> She's like, you're lucky I'll let you stay. I'm like, bitch, I bought this bed. I did the research. I got, I had it delivered. Get off my ass, man. See, but, that, and that, as much as y'all joke about that, part of me is I'm like, God, I don't have to worry about that. It's like, everything in there is mine. It's going where I want to go. Nobody's touching my shit. Yes, you you, know. you're Francis from Stripes. I, I know when I go home tonight, I know you almost touch my shit. I'll kill you. Like that's yeah, you don't have that anymore. I, I know when I go home tonight, the mess that's in the house is my mess from when I mm-hmm. unbox and stuff. I don't like to go home and be surprised. I don't like to be worried about you know. Cause I mean, even when people in college are like, oh, this is you know. Oh, I hear Luke, Sydney's boyfriend, and they. They eat his food and they drink his stuff. And oh, I was like, sucks. I can tell you I right now, that. I would fuck somebody. I'd, somebody would get oh. it. Somebody would have, they would be the I example. I fight because somebody used my frying pan as Teflon. They scrambled eggs with a fork and I fucking lost it. At least they put the cast iron one, in the washer. In the, well, it was my <laughs> one frying pan to actually cook myself the only food. I had they and ate they my food it. and they ruined my frying pan and then acted like it wasn't a big deal. Yeah, and they were like, "Oh, it's not a big deal. I do it all the time." I'm like, "Yeah, but that's your shit." Yeah, it's Don't mine. Don't do it to my shit. And then like they ruined a spatula. I mean, it was just like the littlest thing. But it's like now I have I have in college. I have no money to go buy a nice Teflon. And, it's just, and then you found out Teflon was terrible, and it's probably the best thing that happened because you threw it away and you didn't use it anymore. Not replaced it. <laughs> oh. I remember my last roommate situation before I bought my condo. I was living with a female friend of mine, and her boyfriend at the time was a, basically a loser. And he was home, skating, started skating a little more often. And next I, thing you know, he just lived there. Well, I noticed one day we got a bill, we, our a cable bill. He was renting porn movies on there. He had an extra $100 charge on there. I had to put 
parental controls on the yeah. cable so that he would not rent any movies because she wasn't paying for it. And it's funny because I had a talk with her one Monday, and then next Monday I was like, I, I'm, you know, I already told her, you know, my he's needs to, if he's gonna stay here, he needs to be chipping in and quitting my shit and all this other stuff. And then that next Monday I was gonna like, you just gotta go. And then she'd already moved out. I was like, good, I don't have to be the bad guy. And um, she saw the writing on the wall. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But what's good? Funny, she didn't deal with. It. Would have been funny as if she moved out and he stayed. Oh God, that would have been terrible. <laughs> but I'm just sitting there going, <laughs> how funny would that have been? I, I, she just had it with both of you. I felt that was like crazy. I'm like, I got to put parental controls on the cable box for a grown ass man. Dude, people are leeches. Yeah, mm. they, I hate. We used to call them. We used to joke and call people moochers or chiselers or whatever. And man, there are little group. When I was in the army, you would get the shit beat out of you if you were a fucking moocher. We used to joke that we were all moochers because every now and then somebody would leave their wallet at home, like genuinely leave it at home. But we always squared up with each other. Man, that was a big, <clears throat> big deal. And that's when I really learned, like, the army taught me, like, there are a lot of motherfuckers that are losers walking around. Mm-hmm. A lot. Yep. But... Well, I mean, that's that's a big high point in my year. I'm trying to think of a, you know, besides going out down late for a music conference was kind of fun and catching for up the record because I don't know if we really rammed it in that the delay in the podcast was because of Corey's <laughs> going out to California because oh, that, that was a on the record that that was a recording. He week. had to go to California. Yeah, even though even though we could have recorded. Before or after well, I got and back. Then, and then it took a week to get him reprogrammed to be back to human after I did. Yeah. We did. We was going out to go eat, and then we, we rode right past all the little tent farms out there like this. No, I, I think almost I'll, took pictures. I was like, this ain't no joke. I watch. A, I mean, I've seen a bunch of videos with it, and that shit is fucking terrible. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, other than that, this year's just been a weird it's been, a, it's, it's been an interesting year for me. It's been an awesome year. I'm not, no, it's I not, think it's, it's not been, been bad. It's been very productive. I feel yeah. like none of mine's been bad. It just I learned about myself, and I'm glad I'm at where I'm at now. It took a few things to get to this. So you're stage. happier in my basement. Well, I'm happy to be in a basement. It's a natural environment. <laughs> we have technically two roofs over our head. Yeah, it's very safe. <laughs> the first one's covered in carpet, so you it's care? got absorbency. Yeah, be careful, one. Brian. Might want to move in here. <laughs> I've had worse things happen. His <laughs> basement probably is bigger than your uh, apartment, isn't it? Yeah. That's, is it that's really? Like, it's pretty close to the same my, size. My basement is, big, is got, twice as big as my condo. My, my apartment's <laughs> 700 square feet, and oh. I lose a lot because of walls and furniture and shit like that. This is 500. But this is no wall. This is just open space. So this feels bigger mm. than my apartment. Oh, yeah. I've worked on 700 square foot condos. They're... They they feel tiny. Yeah, but mm. I've worked in sixteen hundred square foot condos, which are my house is only eighteen something. The first floor is, and it felt tiny. Yeah, and it was just because it's such it's a small room in a big building. Yeah. So it's, it's oh your, yeah. It's your perception, but then you measure it off and you're like, God damn, this thing is big as my house. <laughs> <laughs> Anything interesting with you, Brian, this year? No. Man. I don't. Know. I mean, we, <laughs> I turned uh, into a man. <laughs> it's uh no, it's been quite a interesting, productive year. Some of the stuff that you talked about, you know, we started out wanting to d- get into teach me something and reboot it, and it turned into 
you know, we were already doing the podcast. This is our second year of the podcast. And we started the Backyard Barbecue Comedy, which quickly evolved into Dunk Tank Comedy, which I'm still very impressed that we pulled off. I mean, we there's definitely People are things... shocked when I tell them how much it costs to make that. Yeah. I mean, well, you know, there's definitely things we could have done better, but for a proof of concept, do you know, if we do it a second time, which I think we will, people, it'll people, it'll be ten times better in quality. People that I've talked to that have watched it, and then I've explained the concept to them, and they're... They, all the comics I've talked to still want to do it if we're doing yeah. it this summer. I mean, and I've I'm told, trying to find a, a damaged dunk tank that I can convert to oh yeah. fit our needs. I mean, I've told people about it. And, you know, even from the dunk tank, we took a little break. We were planning on doing stuff at Relapse, which, I don't know, in a, in a way almost worked in our favor because now we're doing Lost Druid and you're doing uh, Hickstown Brewery. So it's and like now we have two brewery shows going on. And Plate starts next month. So every Thursday, I'll have mm-hmm. there will be a Atlanta Underground Comedy Show every Thursday of the month. Yeah, which is more you, but it's, you know, it's still been a, a process. It's of still us. Planning it, putting it together. It's still we us. Go out for support and stuff. doing shit. Because that's the production side of stuff that, yeah. I, want, that I want to focus on. No, I, I you know, I tell people constantly about the um the lost druid one and people get excited i don't know if anybody that i've mentioned it to has come out i know one of my classmates in school and we just finished i told him he's like yeah we him and his wife live like 10 minutes away from avondale he's gonna come out to a show not the next one because star wars um (laughs) He's like, yeah, we'll go to the comedy show. And I'm like, I forgot to mention, I have Star Wars tickets that night. Yeah, I didn't realize that until the other night. It's like, oh, yeah, we won't be there tonight. Yeah. <laughs> but but I did tell him that. We, um, we got tickets before you started doing the. Oh, God, uh, yeah. We got those Star Wars tickets <laughs> months ago. <laughs> For but, anyone that can't tell, I'm rolling my eyes. Oh, yeah. But, I'm going to uh, call bullshit. The nice thing is, you know, we could start off the new year. Jan- the January 2nd show will be worth going to try to drag uh my classmate out and yeah try one to of the advertise. shows is on sydney's birthday oh cool the 16th of january it's, she's be she'll be 21 i was gonna ask her if she's going or not because she would be able to drink but she doesn't like beer <laughs> she's like me she likes like, liquor mm. she doesn't like beer i mean i'll say the their beer at lost roots it's they do a nice job brewing it so yeah. it's a good beer the prices are very very good food's good too yeah i do like the food a lot but yeah, than that for me, it's like getting involved with the comedy stuff. I would have never imagined being involved in any capacity <laughs> with stuff like that. But it's you know, it's just like all the other groups we've been with photography oh, yeah. and But I mean else. even even As with a community. the photography groups, it's like I, I you know, kept my distance. I was engaged, but from a distance where the comedy stuff it's a like more, i'm not a more voyeuristic yeah yeah but with the comedy stuff it's like i you know i've getting gotten excited about being involved in the community i mean i'm still not interested in like being really dug into it and close friends with the comics but just being around the scene but and helping facilitate from a production standpoint like yeah. i i like the impact that we're helping make on a scene without getting sucked into it well, so it feels pretty good. The good thing is, like, it's a scene that didn't take much to really yeah. stand out. And no, not, not because at it's, all. it's just the nature of the scene. <clears throat> you know, it's just. Well, yeah. and it's also the nature of how we do shit because we tend to, no matter whatever it is we're doing, we tend to want to do it better 
Yeah, and there is a little bit of one-upness. Well, and I and it's not to me. It was never about going and seeing somebody and going. I can do it better. It's my expectations of what I want to show to be, and then that just happens to be higher than what other people. Well, and you know, I hear the stories from you and talking to the comics outside of the you know backstage or to the side of the shows, and they're talking about, oh, well, you know, I've been to this show, and it like wasn't good from whatever production standpoint, and I'm like, that's fucking embarrassing that'll never happen to my show and i think about that and whenever we're putting on a show i'm like i'm gonna make sure that that one story i heard that that fucking never well, happens and the fact that we show up even to lost druid with probably three thousand dollars worth of equipment yeah I we mean, got shit. spotlight speakers we got, audio we got 300 and something dollars worth of fucking cables yeah <laughs> oh, it's yeah. always been that way when me and brett doing hip-hop stuff we always show up with he had a print company, so we could just print whatever print stickers. We printed flyers or whatever, and we would show up handing out stuff, and everybody's like, oh, my God. You know, and he worked for a newspaper or um, a magazine, so we could do free ads. Well, even so people thought we were, like, bigger than we were. Yeah. It was funny because, like, we did a little bills, and they would give us money, but they didn't pay anybody else. And I'm like, why? It's like, so I think they consi- thought that we were, like, a bigger act than we perceived because, like, we're just trying to get on a bill. And then you, when we get on one, they expect us, like, think we need to get paid or something. And I'm like, it was weird how people's perception when you present yourself differently than other people. Well, I, look, it's the same way with the construction stuff. I mean, I drive a crew cab truck because the back seat's a toolbox. And I'll show up on the job with more tools than most people have. They're just the tools that are in my truck. They ain't even the tools that are counted in my shop. But it's a, it's a mental thing. It's how you do things that, I mean... I'm equipped to do so much different shit now because of living so long and buying equipment. I mean, between my shop and tools and the, but that's just how that's our approach. Even with the podcast, yeah, we did. God, a couple, this is so overkill. For we a did podcast. a couple. We did a couple episodes, and they were like, "Let's buy this, this, and this," and we're like, <laughs> "Cool, man!" And, oh, yeah. and then next thing you know, we had stuff. I know we were quit and just sold the gear. And be like, "Here's a ready-made podcast kit, ready to go." It like, really is. This is better than anything. But we else just is. need to spray paint our mic stand and make it. You <laughs> <laughs> know, don't be knocking my mic stand, man. <laughs> I made that. How many minutes did it take to make that? Fuck, maybe two. <laughs> it was like, oh, we got the pieces. Let's do this. <laughs> We've done other people's podcasts, and it's like they're just soft, you know, just thrown together. I mean, it's not. In- People do what they have the ability they are. Yeah. Of course. But, and I, yeah, I'm not shitting just, on anybody because you, know, you got to do what you got to do. But you know, we're just like, well, we know we can do this. We know we can do this. <laughs> well, and that's why I do support for that other show that's at the Lost mm-hmm. Druid because I want, I don't want a Saturday show to look like it's less produced than a Thursday show oh, because God, people yeah. will show up on a Saturday and see that and be like, oh God forbid if it's like this on thir- on a Saturday, Thursdays have to be terrible. Yeah. In which I mean. Yeah, nobody has not bragged. Even Derek, my lighting buddy that does movie stuff, big movie stuff, I showed him pictures, and he's like, dude, that's cool as shit. Yeah. He's like, that's a good setup. And he's the one that told me what spotlight we should get. Yeah. They're his light panels. It's, I mean. But, you know, we effectively used the resources we have in such a way that it makes for a and, very good atmosphere. Unfortunately, I'm in a financial position that I can afford to do things that other comics can't do, but I'm not, I want to help them. I'm not trying to, I'm trying to build an atmosphere with our shows and stuff like that, that helps comics. That's all I want. But I want the, I want the vibe to be right in a room. 
I don't want it to feel conference room. And that's what, like Amanda said with the show that I set up for her, she's like, took it from conference room to comedy club in 45 minutes. Oh, yeah. And that's what it is. I mean, it looks it looks as legit of a comedy club as anything. Mm-hmm. Probably more so. There's a bar in the back. Yeah. Laughing Skull's the only one that I know that has a bar in the back like that. Uh, you have to go to another room, typically, to get to the bar at most places. But, yeah. Um, so, is that all you got? I'm going to start at grad school. That's about yeah, I was going to say, I wondered if you were going to mention grad school yeah, or not. I started grad school. I just it's finished my smart. first semester. It's, I'm trying to get more have money. Have you learned anything? I've, you know, so... <laughs> in my, in my oh. one... Se- I'm not trying to say that I'm a smartass because I already know I am, but... In my one semester in grad school, I've obtained more competencies than my coworker that's been doing this exact same job with the same degree for more than five years. And it just shows that either Put a little elbow grease in it. Well, it's not even. It, well, <laughs> it's an online degree, so I don't really have to like. There's no wax on, wax off, or anything like that. But that's Pornhub wax off. Or on. It depends <laughs> on your categories. Um, but I think it just shows it's like either his program that he went to just really wasn't that good or because he doesn't really utilize his knowledge after long enough, your degree's worthless if you don't if you don't use it. The certificate gets you through the door. Your yeah. actions keep you there. And I mean, there's just stuff where I've heard this guy asks questions at work, and I'm like, dude, we learned that like three weeks ago in class. <laughs> how are you fucking asking? The, class. <laughs> how are you asking that fucking question? It's like period. I know the answer to that, and, and I don't even have all the degree. Sponges absorb water at the same <laughs> oh, yeah. rate. That's the it's some people sponge just isn't a sponge; or it's a piece of sandpaper. Something to be thrown out because they get mold yeah. on it. <laughs> or as Bud Bundy said about Kelly Bundy, it's like pouring a gallon of water in a shot glass. It can only hold so much. <laughs> Yes. But, yeah, but she looks so good when she was bouncing around. Ooh, oh, yeah. She still looks good. Oh, yeah. She has aged well. <laughs> Extremely well. But, yeah, that's been my, my year. I'm, in a few days, I'll be starting my second semester of grad school. We'll see how it goes. I've gotten an A in one class. I'm still waiting on my grades. <laughs> and by A, I mean I got a 99 point like six in the class. No. I missed one point on oh one assignment. Oh my god! So I didn't. Oh, like, <laughs> you oh, should I, get the razor out and kill yourself. Yeah, I only need one though, <laughs> Mister. I need a whole box. Can't figure out how to pull the fucking wrapper off a razor blade. <laughs> Smarter than you. I would say you got a point, but not until you unwrap it. You don't. <laughs> you just got blunt cardboard. You dumb bastard. So you're talking about your grades. So Sydney's doing nursing stuff, and she had this one class, and the instructors are fucking terrible. And you, you yeah, talked to her. Yeah, I talked to her about it. And she needed to make a 70 in this class for her GPA to work and to keep going. And they came up with a f- optional final exam that you could take to replace one of your current one of your test hmm. grades. And all her daily work and homework and stuff were hundreds yeah i mean she showed me her her test scores were fucking terrible yeah and it's and it's i i know sydney well enough to know no she's telling me the truth and in the things that she's telling me the teacher is not a teacher the teacher's a bitch the teacher is there for power trip she's not there to educate and uh 
So Sydney took her final the other day, and and she calculated she instantly started calculating her grades, and she had a dead fucking seventy. She got exactly to and the point. And then she, she was needed. stressing because that was just her calculating them. Yeah. And she she was trusting the calculator. She'd used them before, but she was just like, until it was official, she was shitting bricks. Dead fucking 70s what nice. she got in that class. And I went and I gave her a hug. I was like, look, I was like, you have worked. I know you've worked hard. I mean, she was in tears at times about this fucking class to the point where, like, I was like, that's gonna have to go fucking handle some shit because <laughs> I mean I'm paying for this. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, well, I mean, as a, the, as a consumer, one night I talked to her, she teacher teacher's a piece of shit. Yeah, like the guy, the teacher's Both being a gatekeeper. Yeah, the, and wanted to deliberately prevent. And there's people. only two professors at at that university that teach at that location, and they're both fucking pieces of shit as far as I'm concerned. But yeah, so she made a dead seventy, and I was like, you know what? I gave her a hug. I was like, I love you. I'm glad you've gotten behind this because you don't know how stressed out I was about you being stressed out. I said, you know, that's yeah. just the way it is with your kid. Well, it's it's tough. And, uh, and I was like, it's all good. Don't worry about it. And I told her, and I had even said, I was like, if you fail, if you don't make it, you don't make it, and you have to take it again, you have to take it yeah. again. It's not the end of the world. It's not what you want. And in the long run, it's just going to be a small well, blip had, on the— You know, she had other options. It, in the event that she failed— she could have taken the class at the alternate, the Noonan campus, correct, with a better professor. Correct. It would have delayed her entry into the program, right? Which, and that's what I told her. I was like, I know you're anxious to get work, get to work, and <clears throat> start building a career, but ultimately, there's plenty of. Time but you to can't work. rush that career. You've no, you, just, gotta, you just have to go through the process. Got to completely get into it. Um, so is it my turn or is it uh, we're it's you pretty much your turn, I guess. We're okay. talking about you. Well, no, I just when you brought up the great <laughs> yeah. thing, it made me no, think but about yeah. Sid. And, and, and the thing that I was worried about for her is I did I knew if she didn't make it, it was gonna ruin her Christmas and her yeah, her her winter break before spring semester started. And that's what I was worried. I was like, because she would just sit around second guessing everything she fucking did for the whole last semester. And I know she worked her ass off, but that Again, the teacher, the teacher was a complete bitch. I told her that she wasn't going to count off her spelling on tests because I mean it's fucking muscles and bones and millions of things that you're and did did count off her spelling. <laughs> so yes. she was like, I didn't focus as hard about the spelling as I did just memorizing what it was. Yeah, and she's like, she counted off on spelling on a bunch of shit. And that's the kind of shit that's like, look, and then wouldn't be there for office hours, wouldn't return emails. Wouldn't do, I mean, all kinds of things. And I'm like, this is the part that pisses me off about the university system right now yeah. because it's not about educating children. It's about fucking generating money and then feeding the professor's egos. That's it. But anyway. Well, that's why I was telling Chad, my brother, and Chase, you know, which my grade okay. he's got another year before he goes to school. I was like, dude, you want to get a job? Go to trade school. If you just want to go your, learn about yourself if and you like, want to make money. <clears throat> Learn a trade. Yeah. And he's actually taking a, um, what used to be what would be like Votech school for us, but he's working for a, a company learning welding. And it's like, you can learn this and you get out of school, he could, he'll start working for them, probably making 60 grand a year. Right. Out, you know, oh, yeah. Depending on his ability, he can make forty to sixty thousand yeah. dollars a year, no problem. But even right starting out of high out, school, he's yeah. gonna progress but and he's got become a master at that year, craft. Yeah. And it's like you can make a good living doing oh, this. I know welders that make 
damn yeah. good money, six figure money. Yeah. And they're just, they're very, very technical welders. And I've got, you know, being done college and done both. You know, so college has its place, tech school has its place. It depends on what you want. And if you're looking for a job, go to tech school. I still say if I won the lottery, I'd go take some classes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just stuff of interest. Stuff to, yeah. stuff for me that I want to know, not not anything Well, it's like but... I do all the online stuff, going out like that masterclass.com, mm-hmm. like, and even the Udemy and stuff. is like always trying to learn something, yeah. you know, between the Lindo, whatever, all this, especially the stuff that we do with all the video and art stuff. It's like, listen to stuff. How do, how do I make it work? Although I think I am going to have to have him give me a tutorial on the damn uh, video editing software that he sent, he brought me. Yeah. Because uh, I got into it and I was like, okay. Well, you can premiere? No, I gave him DaVinci. Oh, but he, can you, um, you can do whatever the fuck you want, old man. DaVinci's free. Yeah, but I thought you could only do color um, stuff. They now added, in the latest version of DaVinci Resolve, oh, got a they added timeline. They actually added non-linear timeline-based editing rather than just specifically node-based editing. Oh. So it's a total see, game changer. The only thing changer. that I tried to use it with was GoPro video. Yeah. And every time I tried to import it, it didn't. You import. might. So we'll probably have to run through the GoPro specialized yeah. software, or I'll just get you another free software that well, transcodes. Well, I haven't tried. I haven't tried it with the now that we got the new HD camera. Yeah. So I need the to new try HD it. camera should be rocking and rolling straight off the so card. So I need to play with it a little bit because that was the first thing, and then I was like, you know what? I just this isn't that important at the yeah. moment. Yeah. Because unfortunately, works pretty crazy. So uh, let's see. Yeah, you got um, you bought bought you a birthday. Yeah, you bought a toy. (laughs) Well, we'll get to that in a minute. (laughs) What else? So, but you've also other than the comedy stuff that I talked about, which is basically a lot of it was was some of your hard work. So we started off the year. I did. um, I finally got my date for Afternoon Delight, where I won and got to come back, and that just so happened to be the first. Backyard barbecue comedy show, mm-hmm. and I happened to be fucking sick that day. But then we did that, and then we did a few backyard barbecue comedy shows, and then we, and then like everybody said, we evolved that, and now we're doing uh, uh, jokes for the oaks, yeah, jokes from the oaks, and sixteen ounce comedy. Jokes from the oaks has one location; sixteen ounce comedy has two locations. And then, uh, let's see, what else? I didn't go on vacation this year. Sent the girls on vacation, and I just fucking worked. Uh, we redid the dock out at the lake. Um, what else? Oh, met Sydney's boyfriend, and then he came to work with me, which has been interesting. <laughs> it's kind of fun. I kind He's a good kid. I, I don't want to like him. Hard. I don't want to like him too much because I don't know where it's going with them. But, yeah. you know what I mean. But well, it's, it's hard. Just, you don't and even ask me, and he's like, well, "What happens if Sydney and I break up? Will I still have a job?" I was like, "If you're not a douchebag to her, you'll still have a job. Yeah. If you're a douchebag to her and she kills you, you won't have a job. Yeah, I mean, because <laughs> like, if she murders yeah. you in your sleep, you're not gonna be useful to me anymore, <laughs> man. That's just so. I'm just saying, like, be cool. I mean, you could be like a paperweight or something. Be cool, man. Just like, yeah, just take it easy and see where it goes. You, I don't think you want to piss that kid off. No, God, no. What's well, um, about the mafia? You know, he's trying to marry into the family, and yeah, <laughs> which I thought was funny that Sydney was like, felt like, you know what, he's worthy of bringing around. Because that's what I always told people. Everybody's like, what are you going to do when Sydney starts dating and she brings a guy around? I was like, talk to that motherfucker and warn him. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he may be yeah, like, getting deceived. Gonna, yeah, like, have you seen Species? 
<laughs> she was blonde too, man. Like she was killing people. And then uh, what else did we do? Uh, bought a rental house that took forever to get going. Yeah, because you were talking about that since. So we, st- you know what? Because when we, we were first talking about you buying a house and me to rent, you were talking about that house even before then. We looked at that. We rode through that neighborhood and looked at that house last Christmas season, because that's what we were judging the neighborhood based on Christmas decorations and things like that to see how well kept the neighborhood was. And but it just took months to get the deal put together because she lived in Tennessee and then. They didn't want to lend me the money because it wasn't enough money, and I had to borrow against another house that we had that was paid for. So I've also gone into the deepest level of debt I have ever been in my life. I went from not being in debt. It's about three deepy. Tree fitty. Three, uh, about tree fitty. Tree fitty. Tree fitty. About tree fitty. Bought Beth a new car for her birthday. Uh, sold my Camaro. Bought a Ford Excursion. Uh, and then bought a mad max car <laughs> oh yeah and so though we were talking about control issues man so talking to this dude on the phone and everything he's saying sounds like it could be completely legit or bullshit it's just the way the kind con- and even luke was in the truck with me and i had him on on mm-hmm. the on the uh bluetooth and we get and i get off the phone we get to the job site and i was like all that sounded kind of legit, right? And he goes, yeah. And I was like, but it sounded like it could be 100% just horseshit, right? And he goes, yeah, it's kind of weird, isn't it? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> so I had these conversations with this guy, and he had actually taken a deposit from someone else to buy the car. Then he hit me up and said the guy was a douchebag. He didn't want to sell him the car. He wanted me to buy the car, which sounded suspect as fuck. Sounded like he was playing games. You yeah. know, that sounds like a, that a, sounds like a sales tactic. Yeah. So that's the one that I found Brian in Florida, and he knew all about it. And he's like, dude, it's all legit. Yes, this other guy's trying to buy it, but I guarantee he's being a pain in the ass. And Eric doesn't want to sell him the car because he's getting on Eric's nerves. And and he's like, and I can tell you, I talked to the guy, and I talked to you. I'd rather you have the car. It sounds like a kind of a close-knit group of people who are involved with these cars. It, it's a very, very small <laughs> group. And there are more of them in the U.S. than I've talked to D from Mad Max Cars out in Seattle recently. Um, and he figured out where I got the car. I hadn't seen he hadn't seen pictures, but we were emailing back and forth. And he's like, "Oh, you bought Eric's car?" He, well, he knew because you could only as as I'm like that's one out of a number. Well, he yeah. knew well because I said something about it had a sunroof, and then I said it didn't have factory interior. He goes and he goes those pieces alone. That's how few cars of those are in the in the U.S. is because. You know, that's the only car in the U.S. that has a, a that's a Falcon XB with a sunroof and uh, Sace race interior. So it it wasn't hard, and yeah. I figured it. I was like, if he figures it out, he figures it out. And I told him, I was like, dude, just keep it under wraps. I'm not promoting that I have this car on any of the Mad Max groups yet. Um, but we bought it, um, and the plan, as we've discussed, is we're going to shoot a documentary about the idea of me growing up and wanting one of these things since I was 10 years old, never thinking it would be a reality. I mean, I've been in the Mad Max car groups on Facebook since I've been on Facebook, which is like five years now. Never. I mean, I went back and looked at my old comments where people would have them for sale. And I was like, dude, maybe one day when I'm rich or, you know, when the stars align and it's always some comment when they've got one, it's just bad timing for me to get one right now. And then I look back and I'm like, fucking got one man god yeah. damn it like and then a, i mean so i flew to new york 
and to meet these people, which Beth thought I was out of my fucking mind because I was going to fly up there and then do an hour and a half car ride with people I'd never met. And she's like, what if you get kidnapped? I was like, it'll be on the national fucking news. <laughs> like, I might not survive it, but I can tell you a bunch of them won't survive it either. Um, yeah, when I saw her uh, at Cam, my uh, nephew's birthday, she was to my, like, have you heard from Randall? Is he okay? <laughs> I'm like, he's your husband. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, unfortunately, where we were. Because I think you were kind of limited on uh communication area well as long as i was at the house i had it but then you're like 45 minutes from anything and there was this really huge dead zone when you're along the river um because i mean you're up there it's wells new york it's fucking redneck central new york and everywhere you go there are rednecks no matter how leftist the state is known to be there are rednecks and and there I was. I didn't have my own transportation. I was at their mercy. And then he was in a he was he had attention issues. And then what I didn't know is the moment that we wired him the money for my car that I was buying from him, we had to go to forty five minutes to the bank so he could withdraw some of that money and buy another car that he wanted <laughs> from a friend of his. Oh, was he, this when you're posting video of you helping him offload a trailer or something like yes. that? And then he bought that car, which he now has that one on eBay. He listed it on eBay now, and they're in California now. And uh, and then all I, and he comes back and he's like rolling this car off the trailer, and he's like, "I want your honest opinion." I was like, "I'm fucking hungry. That's my honest <laughs> goddamn opinion." And he's like, "He's like, no, 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 about the car." I was like, "I'm not going to tell you shit about this goddamn Challenger until we go eat." I was like, hey, "I'm telling you, dude, like me and food." It's, it's important. Like it's <laughs> like you're about to see what a bear is like when they're hungry. I said like, because don't say that com- compared <laughs> compared to you, I'm the size of these pants will start falling down. That was a, that was a whole different conversation. Yeah, like compared to him, I was the size of a grizzly bear. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, and that's the what I told. The only thing I remember from your trip, you're talking, you're complaining about their quality of their toilet paper. <laughs> That you oh raided their house and found a roll of two plot. No, apparently. so 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 his mom's house <laughs> was your a, feet were sticking off the edge of the bed or something. His mom's house used too. to be a bed and breakfast. Right. And it had three stairwells going upstairs. Well, each stairwell went to two bedrooms and a bathroom. And there was two on this end, two in the middle, two on this end. Well, I had my own end. And I had my, there were two bedrooms. I got to choose which one I wanted. There was a bathroom. The toilet was like a little kitty training toilet. It was tiny. The shower, like I got in the shower and I could, like <laughs> my shoulders would touch both sides of the. Oh and, no! And I mean, I'm was not. Was the shower head like? <laughs> yes, like, and the shower head, which I, I mean, and I didn't wash. I don't think I washed my hair. And they smoked, and I'm riding around in their fucking Mustang, and it's snowing. And I, <laughs> we're going to oh, okay. where are you going? Is so, this really worth it? <laughs> no, no, we we no. I knew it was. I knew 100 percent it was. I knew once I got past it, it was. That gonna sounds be, like going friends to go buy dope when we we're like teenagers. Like, oh my god, it was so much like going for a weed run in it's the like 80s. Somebody you didn't know, so you had to go sit. You had to wait in the car while they were sitting there buying weed, and they had to smoke half a joint with them, so they felt safe. You're in the car going, oh, we should hurry up. I'm freezing, and. I, so we finally unload that car he bought, and we're going to dinner, and then we're in this, like, clapped out fucking 2005, 2007 fucking V6 Mustang. Clapped out. And I know, I'm like, it smells like oil leaking onto the exhaust manifold. It sounds terrible. I have to think the tires aren't shit. It's snowing like hell, and he's just barreling down this two-lane road. 
And I told him, I said, if we get in a car wreck, it will be fatal for you. And he just kind of looked at me and he and his wife's in the back seat laughing. And I, he's like, what? And I said, if we get in a car wreck, I will kill you. <laughs> I said, because this is not how my story ends. It's not going to be <laughs> Randall flew to New York and bought a fucking Mad Max car, died going to dinner the same fucking day. That's not going to be my story, man. I'm just telling you, if we get in a, I said, you're being an asshole. And I said, this isn't the hunger talking. I was like, I'm just telling you, I'm gonna fucking kill you if we get in a car wreck. So was he was he going? Maybe I should have sold the car to the other guy. So, <laughs> probably. So then we then we get to this we get to this tavern in this little town where we go to eat, and he's like, "You got to get the prime rib. You got to get the prime rib." And I was like, "All right, I'll get the prime rib." So they bring out and he's like, "The prime rib, man, it's huge and it's like sixteen dollars." It was like, like this. <laughs> I was like, "I was like, there's no way it's sixteen dollars." So they. They they bring out the menus, and I'm looking at the menu, and it's like 24 bucks for the for the prime rib, and I'm like, if it's a big prime rib, it's worth it. So I was I rolled the dice. I was like, bring me the prime rib. Eating bread, they roll out this prime rib, and this motherfucker, dude, it was it was the size of a plate, and it was like an inch and a half thick. It was <laughs> huge. God. And he looked at me, and he goes, dude, the last time we got one of those, he's like, my mom and my stepdad came, and we cut it in four pieces, and we shared it and just put it on rice, and all four of us ate it. And I was like, you poor motherfucker. <laughs> so I start cutting it up. And Do I, I look like I'm going to share this motherfucker? <laughs> like somebody, yeah, no shit. He's like, you think you can eat it all? I was like. Do we? Is there a bet going on? What is what is happening here? I was like, y'all have a bro moment. One, I can tell you, if you get between me and the steak, I'll stab you. Did he pull a funnel out and some natting light? One so, <laughs> just chucking. So I started cutting the steak, and I'm eating the steak, and he's like, "Hey man, you know," and they're smokers. He's like, "Hey man, we're gonna go outside and smoke a cigarette. We're not gonna leave." I was like, "I'll get to your house if you fucking leave me, and I'll murder you and everybody in it." And so. He, he comes back in and like 75% of the steak's gone at this point. And he's like, damn, dude, you're going to eat that whole thing? I was like, I don't know. I was like, when I wait a long time to eat, one of two things happens. I'm full three bites in or I can eat everything in the fucking building. Those, <laughs> and it was one of those moments. Like I ate that whole steak and then I ate the potatoes. I ate the broccoli. Good I God. ate more bread. And, and and they were like, how do you feel? I was like, I feel like I could eat a whole nother goddamn steak. I was like, we hit, we've hit that zone where I can just, I can eat for hours right now. And uh, he's like, well, I have never seen anybody finish one of those. I was like, it ain't that big, dude. Don't get all, it ain't, <laughs> it ain't that kind of steak. Don't get all fucking blowed up about it. But then we get back to the house and yeah, and I'm trying to, it's just this weird scenario because they're staying with his mom and his dad, his stepdad's kind of weird, but I get that his stepdad's weird because Eric's kind of weird and it's that dynamic and shit. And I go to bed, and the bed is a solid foot shorter than I am. <laughs> it's a, I don't even know what, I'm not great with, I, I grew up with a king size bed, man. Anything below that, I don't know what size it is. Um, I'm assuming it was like a twin or whatever. It was tiny. I was sleeping corner to corner. And then, it was cold as fuck because it was snowing and shit. And they have you're in Yankeeville. They have they have broilers, <laughs> you know, where you have the footboard warmer in the room. And I turned it up, but I didn't know how much to turn it up, and I didn't want to be hot. I, was, I sleep better if I'm a little bit cold. Mm -hmm. I woke up freezing my 
ass off. So if I, I went to the bathroom, scrounged around, found another blanket, covered up with it, and then still, like, my knees were like, <laughs> we need to stretch out, man. <laughs> but then the next day, got up, ate breakfast. The shipping company showed up. We get the car loaded up. And I'm all excited because, I mean, we got the car loaded up by, like, 9, 30, 10 o'clock, something like that. Maybe 11 o'clock. I was like, hell yeah, dude. There's a 225 flight out of Albany. Give me to the airport. It's going to be $75 to change my flight. I'm going home. To, I even told Beth, I was like, I'm headed to the airport right now. I'll let you know once I get on the plane. So I get there and I walk up to the counter and I said, I'd like to change my flight from tomorrow to today. And I hand her my ticket and she goes, well, you'll have, to, if there's a seat upgrade, you'll have to pay the upgrade. And then it's a $200 cha- uh, transfer fee. And I was like, $200? The website says 75 She goes, that same day. I was like, the website doesn't say anything about it. She's like, look, I can't do anything about it, but I'll give you the customer service number if you want to talk to them and, you know, help you out. So she pulls it up and she goes, there's one seat available and it's $1,200. <laughs> what the fuck? I'm like, that sounds like another scam. Like, yeah, wait that a minute. is a scam. I was like, Eric, is this you? Like, this is, feels like the conversations I was having in, with him about buying the car. Because I'm all excited. Like, the car's in the trailer, headed to Atlanta. Like, man, we're so close to this thing being in my shop. And I knew once it was in my shop, I could feel this sense of relief that the deal was done, the car was here, and then... That's why me in the house is like... Anything else is in my control. <laughs> so I'm sitting there, and she goes, look. She goes, here's the card, call customer service. So I call customer service, and they said, the reason it's so expensive is because the only thing left is a first uh, uh, first class. She's well, like, even did she say that. Well, she did, it doesn't show that on her computer. Uh, okay. And uh, and she's like the um, she's like the upgrade is nine hundred dollars. It's like nine hundred sixty five dollars. She's like, even if I waive the two hundred dollar fee, she's like, which I'll do. I don't care. She's like, if you want to pay that, and I was like, I ain't paying nine hundred dollars to get home today. I'll just fly home tomorrow. And I had sold it, and I told him I was like, I'd already canceled my hotel room because I just thought for sure because when I flew up there, the plane was half empty. Yeah. What I didn't know is they'd canceled some flights the day before because storms in Atlanta. Uh, so they were still trying to make up for delays from the day before. So all the flights were booked. So I ended up going to the hotel. What's these hotel? The hotel was an apartment. <laughs> no shit. It was like $75 for the night when I booked it. And it had a full kitchen. It had wow. like a real fridge. It was like an real extended range. stay. It was like a really nice extended stay. And that's what it, and I, was the bed big enough? Awesome. (laughs) That's all that matters. Awesome. Um, And when I was talking to the guy, when I was checking in, I was like, hey, I need to check in. And I told him about Dunk Tank. And he was asking why I was there. And I told him about buying the Mad Max car. And I mean, just hung out with this dude for like 30 minutes. And, uh, and, when I was like, hey, what kind of food's around here? And he goes, like, walking distance? I was like, yeah. And it was snowing. He's like, not a whole lot. And I was like, well, what's good delivery? And he handed me some flyers. So what it ended up doing is I ordered uh, a little bit of everything. <laughs> I ordered a small meat lover pizza and 10 wings. <laughs> and then I had my mouth watering. I just had wings for dinner and I just said wings. My mouth's still watering. Um, how weird is that? How talk about Pavlov's dog? Um, oh. Exactly. <laughs> so I ate the wings for lunch and then I ate the pizza for dinner. And then I just chill. I washed my hair. I tried to get, I could not get the like sense of smoke smell. I washed my hair seven times, like used a whole shampoo bottle at the hotel, just completely chilled out, came back. And then the car showed up 45 minutes after I did the next day. 
and then here we are going to do the thing. And I mean, I don't know. To me, it, I mean, it's been an awesome year. Like I said, we picked up an investment property. Work's going great. I'm probably going to have a heart attack tomorrow because things are going so well. But <laughs> that just made me think that you said that moment once you get home and everything's here. That moment, like after I got the keys to my place and I was getting my buddies and got everything moved out that night, he said, You can, you can go ahead and stay there at night. I said, Dude, I don't care if I sleep on the floor. I'm paid for this house. I'm sleeping the first night I got the house. I did the same thing with my condo. And hey, up until that moment, right. up until that moment, you were like, "Is this the right thing to do? Is this the right thing to do? Is this the right thing to and do?" And that's what everybody kept saying. It's going on. Until they hand me the keys and I sign that piece of paper, it's Dude, not my house. The I, day, the day I bought the the almost said Mustang, the Falcon, and I was asleep in the tiny bed. I woke up at three in the morning and I couldn't go back to sleep. And all I was thinking is, is I just paid a whole lot of money for a car that's a basket case. <laughs> like, I just paid a whole, like, more. I paid as much for it as I did Beth's new Camry. Like, holy shit, holy shit. Like, I was just having, you know, the, the you know how your brain works at 3 in the morning. Yeah. Like, everything's a big deal. Yeah. Like, I left the Reese's peanut butter cup on the counter. Like, it's a big deal. Like, just that's just <laughs> the way your brain works. Amplified. Yeah, like, oh, my God, we're going to have to throw away two bowls of chili because I forgot to freeze it. Like, you, for yeah. some reason, that seems life that's or death. That's the biggest that, thing in the well, world right. at 3 o'clock in the morning. I've been in the house a month, and I still pull in the driveway going, is this my house? Like, I still feel like at any moment I just got to, like, empty everything out. And well, I had, I had this, like, hour-long buyer's remorse yeah. thing going on <laughs> at 3 in the morning. Like, if I fucked up, is this a bad idea? Is that not? And then I was, like, talking myself off the ledge, like, shut the fuck up, dude. You've wanted one of these forever. This is awesome. <laughs> you just got a great deal on this car. You can make ten grand by taking it home and cleaning it up and doing stuff to it. Like, you're fucking being retarded. And then the other side of me was like, no, man, this was stupid. You shouldn't be here. Why are you in New York? This place fucking sucks. You hate this place. Like, why are you here? And then the next morning I got up and it got loaded on the trailer and I was headed to the airport. And I told him the same thing because he was driving like an asshole and it was snowing. I was like, I swear to God, dude, we get in a car wreck. This is my, just not ending this way. If, 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 if we get in a car wreck, it's going to be fatal for you. And then when we got to the airport, I was like, I was like, man. I hope I never see this motherfucker ever. <laughs> his wife, I loved his wife. She was from Australia, and she was so much fun to hang out with and shoot the shit with and all that stuff. But, God, he was the kind of the typical douchebag car guy. And he was fun to talk to and stuff for like 20 minutes, but after that. And then everywhere, and I made the mistake when we got in the car, he goes, is it okay if we smoke in the car? And I really, I was just all excited about being there and really, you know, everything was so surreal. She did the whole, really, yeah, sure. I was like, yeah, okay, whatever. I didn't know that they would be completely inconsiderate about it. They smoked, again, 45 minutes. They changed it's, smoke. It was at least hour, roll the windows down? It was an hour and a half <laughs> from the airport to their house. Chain smoked all the way there. Oh, when we left dinner that night, because we rode there, and then I sent them the money after I inspected the car and all the parts, we went 45 minutes to the um, – because I didn't have anything else to do. We went 45 minutes to the to the bank, 45 minutes, and then went a few other places. It ended up being an hour and 10 minutes before we got back. Then we waited and went 45 – or 20 minutes to dinner. And they're smoking the whole way. I shit you not. On the they way probably back, went through an entire pack in that afternoon. He bought like eight packs of cigarettes when we stopped Jesus on the Christ. way back from going to get the money for him to buy that Challenger. In a – at least eight packs of cigarettes. And on the way back from dinner, I shit you not, 
I had the window cracked with my head hanging out of it like I was a Labrador retriever. <laughs> and they and they're just still just steady smoking oh, yeah. the whole time. And then Jen Jen would say something every now and then. She's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And I was like, It's all right. I told you it was okay. <laughs> I was like, It's my fault. I should have told you. I said, like, But it's your car. I was like, It's kind of, you know. I was trying to be respectful. I just thought you would be the same way. <laughs> <laughs> and I hate smoke. Yeah. I fucking hate being around. And it's been a while since I've been around it at that level. And I'm telling you, man. It makes you it's gag. Weird. It's weird now. Because I'm not a smoker anymore. Well, I know people who used to smoke all the time, be around it all the time. And now you're not around it. When you're around people who do, it's like, this is weird. Like, yeah. Oh, and I was getting <clears> angry. Like, I was texting Beth. I was like, I'm so over this. And she's like, is it worth it? I was like, it's completely worth it to get this car. But at the same, and I knew it was going to, she's like, why? Well, I, I told you. I was like, I knew it was going to be shitty. I'm a big boy. I knew what I was getting into. It's just exactly what I was expecting it to like, be. I just need to get past this. Yes. I'm just, <laughs> this is the, this is the hurdle. This is the hurdle. And that's why I made that, the hotel reservation. Cause I was like, I didn't want to spend two nights with them. At least at the hotel, it's just me again. Yeah. Control issues. It's just me. I'm alone in a hotel. I can call and have food delivered. I don't have to worry about anybody else. And then I get a taxi to the hotel the next morning. And I get on my plane and I go home. That was when I was in L.A. You know, I was like, I was still seeing my buddy. and But I was like, I'm in a hotel halfway across the, or across the country. Like, I can do whatever I want. I can sit here and watch TV. I can downstairs, get downstairs and eat, drink, do whatever I want to do. And nobody bothered me unless I bothered them first. Yeah, you know, there's something about, and that's what, and that's what I was telling <laughs> Beth. She goes, because I was being, ang- I was like angry, and she's like, "Are you all right?" I was like, "I just having to deal with my control issues. I know I have control issues, and I try to manage them as much as I can." I was like, "But in this environment, I have control of nothing, so I'm ready to be fucking done yeah. with it." But. uh but yeah, so no, I'm fucking stoked, dude. I think, and this year's gonna be even better. 2020 is gonna fucking rock, man. Yeah, I think I we have a an, um, a new place to live. Hopefully, it'll give me a new uh, little new energy, to mental energy of you know having. Uh, I, a I didn't know you that meant your neighbor yeah. sold meth or no, something. No, no, no. Like you, <laughs> you know, never know. You know, putting yourself in a different environment. You know, change yeah. of uh, attitude, change of. Uh, you if know, you start quoting Jimmy Buffett, I will straight up crack you in the fucking face. Changes in that. Dude, all right. <laughs> We got to go. I got to cut this motherfucker. <laughs> I will say this one thing. If you guys are so into vinyl, stop collecting vinyl because once you move, it's a pain in the fucking ass. That's my PSA for this year. I was going to wait. Until you get it all organized, and I was going to pull like seven albums out of my stack that I don't want and give them to you so you can figure out where the fuck they were supposed to go in your shit. I, I, I keep, I keep po- it's funny because I keep posting these images up of like all my stuff up there, and it's not because I'm trying to, hey, look at my stuff. I keep looking for these little OCD females who are like, I want to come organize your oh, vinyl. Yeah, man. And it's like, good. I get to hang out with a girl, and you give my work for me. That's what I, that's all I'm looking for. I'm In a just, bikini, that's the requirement. But you only need to one date because I was when I was trying the Bumble thing. I she was like, "Oh, you like movies?" And I text her a picture of my uh, bookshelves, nothing but movies. She's like, "This is bothering me. You need to organize that." I'm like, "I'm not fucking touching it." 
I was uh, like, you can come over well, and like, reorganize I my book. I keep saying I'm going to alphabetize our movies like I used to do. Uh, yeah. Beth couldn't find Christmas Vacation, which is her face, favorite movie, <laughs> to the point where she just bought another one. <laughs> Shit you not. I went in the office. I was like, there it is. <laughs> and I'd already looked on the shelf like I'd looked right at it. And there it was, like instantly, of course, because that's how it works. Yeah. Well, it's funny. I've been buy, you know, buying shelves you know, from new places. I actually have room to put up stuff. So I bought a DVD shelf, you know, thinking, oh, okay, cool. I got my, and it holds something maybe like 250, 300. Oh, oh, that's what I need. Well, I, I filled it up and I'm like, I still, my big box of DVDs, it's, it's not even emptied yet. Like I've emptied my smaller box of DVDs. I was like, I thought I only had a couple hundred. I had like, no. I need, I need like two of those shelves. It doesn't really click until you like, Catalog yeah. your DVDs. I'm I broke 300 a couple weeks ago. I'm just like, God damn. Well, I realized that I got about 500 because one box had another 250, and I had 250 up on there. I'm like, um, this is not good. Yeah. I gotta figure out what I'm gonna do with all this. So, including all those records, and God, anyway, that's my PSA don't buy records because they're a pain in the ass to move. Well, no yeah. matter how cool and hip you may think they are. All right then. Well, this but this has been a long one, so we probably should just cut it off before we ramble too much more. So happy new year for everybody! Or uh, if you're hearing this, so what, if what you're listening this to this on the day it comes out, it would be December thirty first. Yes, don't party too hard. New Year, be safe. Yeah. If you're listening to it the day after, you know, thank happy new year. Yeah, happy new year. Google Virginia. <laughs> welcome to the new decade. Go- Google Virginia and see what's going on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Tell whoever created you that uh, you're thankful for another year of life. And uh, fuck my dad, man. That son bitch can rot. I was thinking more. That's oh, fictitious. Theologically, yeah. The cosmic fibers. <laughs> you can thank the fibers. I wouldn't tell my sperm donors. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Anyway. All right. Yeah. Well, hope to see you guys in uh, 2020. Yep. I don't want to see any of you. I just want y'all to listen. Yeah, just click, keep clicking. <laughs> don't don't we'll come keep up to me talking. acting like you fucking know me. Just send us a message and say you're listening. Uh, yep. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you, motherfuckers.